All right. Well, we're on episode 48 of G-Money on... The Godmother. Today, we're with Stephanie Ackerman, right? Absolutely. Today, tomorrow, college consulting, right? Tomorrow, today, tomorrow today, college consulting. I'm dyslexic. I should I should enroll in some class or something to like, you know, but I've always had that problem. So we're here with Stephanie Ackerman and a lot of people get confused because we're Ackerson, she's Ackerman and like an ongoing joke when I marry George, <laughs> he's like, everybody's going to call you Ackerman. It happened my whole life. So just be prepared. And what did you know? Everybody calls me Renee Ackerman and I'm Stephanie Ackerson. Exactly. Do people, people actually totally call you Ackerson? At, at the barter, um, party yes absolutely <laughs> well thank you for coming on the show today this is the show that talks about sharing thoughts ideas strategies and tactics to help local businesses get ahead i actually really am really am intrigued by your business um we read and reread the profile and now i'm seeing you're starting to help some members with their kids you exp- give us a 30 second version of what your business is because it's so unique i mean because you basically from from freshman sophomore junior you know tell us everything how you can help absolutely. the students absolutely so i'm a college admissions consultant I have a certificate in that, so I've gone to school for this. And basically, I help students find and select colleges that they want to apply for. You know, and so it's going through the admissions process, the search process, the selection process, the application process, writing the essays, dealing with financial aid, looking at acceptance letters and seeing what are the best packages. Uh, giving advice on how to do an effective school visit, how to prepare for interviews, basically from start to finish the college admissions process. And in regards to freshman, sophomore, because a lot of parents go, well, why do I need to think about this now? It's important. What is your student taking in school right now, in high school? Are they taking the most rigorous courses? Are they doing community service? Are there leadership activities that they're involved in? How are they doing programs in the summer that might enrich what their application might look like? What does their high school resume look like? There's so many questions and so many ways that students can set themselves up for success starting in that freshman year. So I love to meet with students freshman and sophomore year just a couple times to touch base, but then the real work begins junior year. And that's when we really start looking at schools. And one thing that I want to say is that there are 4,000 schools out there of higher learning. And everyone concentrates on the Ivies, your top 10 schools or something. And there's so many great schools out there and there's a school for everyone. And a lot of times people are focused on, you know, where did my parents go? Where did my grandparents go? Where is my best friend going? And they don't find that right school uh, for them. And that's what I'm there to help with. Um, I visit schools all year round. I've probably seen over a hundred different campuses and then I'm also seeing virtually campuses and I meet with admissions counselors through my associations that I'm members of. So I'm always on sort of the latest of what's going on in the admissions trends and what's going on on different campuses. And I feel like I can bring that to the students and families I meet with. And sometimes, you know, people will come in and say, I really, really want to go to this big rah-rah football school and I need to have a fraternity and I need to have, you know, this sport or something. And then next thing you know, you talk to them and they're like, but I really want to know my professors and I really want to know the students I'm in class with. And so I can sit there and make a suggestion. Why don't you go look at this school and see how you feel about that size and see if that's a better match for you. And sometimes it's really interesting when you see that light bulb goes off and the student goes, gosh, I didn't think about that. And that's really a better fit. And so junior year is really about finding that fit and talking about, you know, the testing programs, what's better, SAT versus ACT, where should you go to study for that? And, you know, really looking at the community service, the leadership activities. And then, of course, as the summer before senior year hits, 
then comes the application. So let me ask you, so you started off by saying getting getting you dialed in probably your freshman, sophomore year would be a great benefit, right? Because you can take the courses that can kind of set you up for, for you know, your college education. But there's probably people who would be listening to this saying, you know, gosh, I haven't even thought about that. You know, frankly, like before I met you, I just didn't even think about it. Maybe because my kids aren't really of that age yet. Well, now they're freshmen. But so, so maybe... If someone's listening to this and they're like, oh, my kid's a you know, junior right now, you know, can you help them? You know, what's the answer to that? Oh, right? absolutely. It's not too late, right? Oh, no, absolutely. Most of my clients start at junior year. And we start, you know, we jump right in. I have assessments. A lot of kids don't necessarily know what they want to study. And that's okay. That's actually great. Because when someone's wide open, then there's lots of opportunities. And so there are different assessments I can do to help them discover what they might be interested in. Because remember, you're talking about large universities, small colleges. You're talking about all over the country, maybe even international. You know, some people want co-ed schools some don't there's so many different options out there so I help them hone into what they're interested in sometimes about again what their course of study is some students may know some don't know and I think the one thing that's really important it's everyone is always concerned about where am I going to go to college where am I going but it's not just about that it's about where once you get there where are you going to be successful where are you going to be happy and that's more important than sort of where am I going to school because you want to make sure that your child is successful in the end. And I always look at this college admissions process as a maturation process because if done correctly, um, by the time a student goes through this search process and selection and the essay, it's a real growth program for them. And it, I think it helps them with their success in school versus someone who just kind of throws out all those applications out there and sees what happens, I'm taking them through a real process. And I can't stress enough the essay. Um, as your kids get older, you'll start hearing about that dreaded essay. It's not just one essay. It's one personal statement that every school gets, but then a lot of the schools have supplemental essays. So I just had seniors this year. I had one girl had to write 15 separate essays. Oh, wow. So, And that's where I can, you know, I can help. I can guide. I help with that time management piece of it. I spare parents and their children from screaming at each other because I become sort of the college nag. I make sure they're on top of their application timeline, on top of the essays, on top of the revisions. And of course, I'm always reporting back and forth to the parents. But I'm that sort of buffer in between, which is, I think, has saved many relationships in the past uh, application process. What are some common mistakes that people do when they're applying for colleges that don't use your services that you see a lot when they come and hire you? I think on the application itself, what I saw this year, a lot of kids don't read the questions properly, so they don't answer them correctly. And I think there are tips when you fill out the activity section, there are tips that you can include more information because you're limited to certain characters. But you can use the title as part of the description, so that gives you more space to describe what you're actually doing. So that's a biggie. Um, I had students where you list your courses for your senior year, and you're, so you're self-reporting your courses. And um, one student listed gym, health, cooking, and then listed calculus and AP English and another AP course at the bottom. And it just, you know, 
put the things that are most important at the top. So they're just little things that I think students sit with their parents to do, and it's just, it's not second nature for them. It's second nature for me. I see these applications over and over and over. Um, and I think with the essay, I think a lot of kids in, uh, make mistakes of, of, of writing about all their accomplishments, and that's not what it's about. The essay is to, is to tell the admissions people something they don't know about you that they don't find reading the rest of your application. Selling you as like the person, the applicant, selling you into the university pretty That's much. being vulnerable. Yeah. And, and I think one of the things that people have to understand is um, that, and you'll start hearing a lot about this, there are less students applying to colleges than prior years because of the population has declined. However, there are more students applying to all of the top schools, let's say the top 500 schools. So those schools have become more selective. They're harder to get into. And so you're hearing all of these horror stories about kids getting deferred or denied um, who are straight-A students, president of the you know class, president of the team, and everyone's going, what's going on? Why is this happening? It's happening because it's very competitive out there, and you have to start you know, early on in your high school career of, of making a difference. And you have to remember, all of these schools have other kids across the country who are presidents of their class. So what makes you different? And no school wants to have a freshman class of all presidents. They want to have diversity in all kinds of areas. And so what is it about you that makes you different? And it might be that it's nothing, and that's okay too. There's something about you that makes you different. And that's what I try to do is help that child figure out who you are, what you want at school, where do you fit in school, and what's going to make you happy and successful once you're there. One of the things that I think about is the uh, just the cost of school and university and you know, hear on the news pretty often nowadays about how there's the the big next hammer to fall is going to be student loan debt and trillion dollars in debt and people pay for 20 years after they get out of school and those things. Well, I'm curious about what your take on that is and what what is there a benefit if some a child works with you to get into university where you can help them identify grants, student loans, those sort of programs financial to help aid. financial yep. aid to help stem the financial burden on the parents. It's a great question and <clears throat> school is expensive. And so hopefully families have budgeted for it and have worked with a financial advisor. But when it comes down to looking at schools, there are different options. Certainly in-state's going to cost less if you like an in-state option. Um, there are lots of liberal arts schools, meaning that they're going to be very smaller schools that will meet 100% of a student's need if they have a need. The hard part is when you're middle or middle-upper class and you don't qualify for that um, you know, the financial need, but that you want merit need. And that means that your student has um, grades or test scores that the college looks at them and says, hey, we want this student, and they're going to throw some merit money at you. And that's a great thing. And there are schools that are more known for that than other schools. And that's just great, good grades, right? It, good it, grades, it, it, yeah. good yeah. grades, good test scores. In terms of the scholarships out there, if you do a scholarship, a scholarship search for it, you know, lots and lots of kids apply for that. It's a it's a time consuming thing, and the national scholarships are tough to get. 
Um, and your best bang for buck are sort of some of your local scholarships. They may be $500 here or there, $1,000 here or there, but they'll add up. So there are lots of other things to consider depending on financial situations. Do you want your child to go to a community college for two years and then move on? Um, are you setting up your child from freshman year on to take AP classes? Because anyone who has AP or IB, International Baccalaureate, credit will then get credit towards college. And if that's the case, it's possible they could save a semester or a year of tuition. So um, I do talk with parents about that from, you know, the first consultation on of things to think about, uh, because it's really important to sort of know where your budget is. What you don't want to do is, you know, it's okay to have student loans at the end of college. It's not okay, though, to put yourself in hock after college or for parents to take out loans or second mortgages on their home. You want to be in a good financial situation when you're done. So it's sort of all individual, but everybody is, is asking that same financial question. I heard someone say one time you can't take, uh, you know, you can take loans out for your kid to go to school, but you can't take loans out for retirement. So <laughs> as a parent, especially us, right, we have six kids between us. Oh boy. It's one of those things where you say, look, we want to contribute. We want to do, you know, for our kids, mm -hmm. give them the – every parent wants the same thing. Right? Give their kids the best life they possibly can, at least the opportunity to have that shot. And uh, But it is challenging, right? So you so you help identify what are some local scholarships, what are some maybe larger uh, scholarships or merit scholarships, um, which I think is a very great – that's an awesome service. Absolutely, absolutely. And as far as your um, packages that you have, mm -hmm. if somebody starts with you, let's say freshman year or somebody starting junior year – does you have different packages for different levels? Is it one flat price? How does how does it work with you? Absolutely. So I have a sort of a freshman or sophomore package. It's just minimal because it's like just a couple meetings just to get you set, just to really have a chance for us to get to know each other so that when we hit junior year, we hit the ground running. I do have a package that's junior, senior year package. It's an all-inclusive package, which I have found after tracking it for the last two years, you're so much better doing a package than an hourly rate because once you get to those essays the hourly rate goes out the door um, I find um, that I'm just one of those people that don't I'm tracking my hours but I don't want to track it and um, say to someone hey you know we've already done 15 hours on these essays so it's so much better to do the package and and of course I will also work with a senior we're now kind of past the seniors for this admission cycle but if someone comes in next you know July, August, September, and says, oh my gosh, we need your help with essays. Of course, I'm going to take a senior on. And that's a little bit of uh, less money than doing junior, senior, because I'm not helping them with that uh, searching and selection and visiting and interview process. I'm just doing, you know, the application and essays with them. So. And when is the ideal time to start thinking about this when you're in high school? When do they actually begin enrolling in colleges? So and applying? the common application goes live on August 1st. And that's the most schools go on that application. There's something called the coalition. Like that's end of your also. junior year, about to go into your senior year. So the, the way that I work with the students, I, I really try to take the pressure off <clears throat> the student and the families. So I think that they will have their essay topic, their main essay topic by the end of junior year. I'm not saying they're writing. I'm saying that I am always saying to them, tell me about what you're doing. And through the course of our conversations, I'll say, you know, that's a possible essay topic. So they will come at the in June and have an, uh, 10 essay topics to choose from, which is awesome because that's half the battle is getting the right topic. I will have them write their essay over the summer. 
several times, but low key, low pressure. When that application goes live on August 1st, if they're in town, we'll work on that application and have the application done before the end of August, as well as that first essay. That when August 1st hits, we find out all the supplement essays too. That means, again, each school could have one to three more essays for you to write. And if you're applying to an honors college, it might be even more essays. Um, but I want the kids, when they go back to school in September, I want their most of their stuff done. And as much as it's a little push and shove because it's summer and they want to have fun, they will be thanking me and their parents that in October, and you know, when the deadline for all the early applications are due November 1st, they will be done and happy and their friends will be struggling and you know, kicking and screaming that they didn't do the work you know, over the summer. So it's, it's my goal that the kids that I work with have a lot less stress than the other than their friends you know i think it's a great goal great aspiration the um i think it's a very interesting service and probably one that most people if they can take part in it probably would really enjoy you know being a participant well the truth is with six kids like (laughs) i don't want to have to do it again you know what i mean like my parents didn't help me and i remember back then i had to do everything myself did you have to do essays and all that yeah yeah i don't remember but i'm kind of over it so i'd really like to call in a professional when it becomes time because i just can't i would say if there's any proof right that people need your type of service is it's not i don't want to get all like too over dramatized dramatized dramatic dramatic I was just listening to the news last night, and this this actor out in Hollywood is facing like 45 years potential in prison for conspiracy for and a half a million dollar fine or something yeah. like that. You know the thing. I mean, yeah. So, so the yeah. scandal is it, it's a terrible thing that it happened, but it's also a good thing that it's it an happened. eye opener for your world. Yeah, yeah. Well, so the person who was involved in this had nothing to do with being part of any of the associations that people like myself are part of. So I'm I'm a member of the um, Independent Education Consultant Association, the National Association of College Admissions Counselors, and as I said, I have a certificate in um, independent education consulting. So all of those organizations hold us through to a standard of ethics. I had to take an ethics course through the IECA. And I think that's really important. I attend those conferences. I meet with admissions counselors. Do bad things happen in admissions counseling? Obviously, this is an individual that it did. And do people buy buildings, (laughs) you know, and make big donations? Yes, it happens. Um, And that's unfortunate. Are there athletes that don't necessarily meet the educational requirements? Yes, that happens. Um, But, you know, I I think that this was a, if I say this was a shakeup, it was a healthy shakeup. Because I think now admissions are really looking at um, the application process and they're reviewing it more holistically and really looking at the applications coming in. And I think in general, your admissions teams at all of these universities are really good people who want to have the best class that they can have when they do admissions. So uh, I think it was a, a, a terrible thing that happened, but it was also a good thing for the admissions Ironically, it's probably landscape. helped your business, right? Yeah. I think so. I mean, I think, you know, at first I was sort of like, and I don't want to use the word embarrassed, but I, I thought, you know what, I don't want to be lumped in with some, you know, with this kind of scandal. And then, but it also gave me the 
opportunity to talk about it and to say who I am and who are all the other great consultants out there. Because I have to say, I have wonderful peers that are in this area and across the country, and we network with each other and we use each other as resources. And I think that, you know, any occupation that something happens like this to, you know, you you come together and you reflect and, and you grow from it. And I think there are great consultants out there. And, you know, I want to say to you, Renee, when you said uh, it, it's not the same process, it's not. When we went to school, we applied to three, four, five schools, maybe. Nowadays, kids apply to 10, 20 schools. And I think it's because of the common application. And isn't each application, back in the day, it was like over 50 bucks an application. So there's a charge per place that you apply. Exactly. But it's different in that because it's all on the internet. You literally push a button and it can go to 10 schools at once. And so it makes it, you know, versus the, when we took our typewriters and we cut and paste our answers. So it's, it's so much easier to apply. And you almost forget the cost of that each application and you know there are kids who will just say oh I'll just put one in here just to see and it, 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 they've made it very easy but then you take that flip side and you go wow on the admissions side from the university they have this many more to read and this much to go through and so you had an unusual circumstance this year with some of the bigger schools like Michigan and Wisconsin couldn't get through all of their applications in time uh, for their own deadline to notify on the early which then of course the kids get the letter saying either I'm deferred or I we haven't read your application yet and they're panicked and it's not the kids it's just it's this process and it's ever evolving and you know I'm there to calm the students down and say it's okay and if 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 the decision's not what you want you've already gotten into x y and z and that's awesome and you're it's great and you're so lucky so all the more reason to get into the early enrollment thing you were talking about by august 1st right exactly so, exactly so. the early applications early applications mm-hmm. so well look i want to make sure people can actually get a hold of you um if you wouldn't mind speaking to the camera sure. name location sure T- um tomorrow today college consulting i'm stephanie ackerman I can be reached at 732-241-7177. My website is tomorrowtodaycollegeconsulting.com. It's a long thing to type in. And what else? Tomorrowtodaycollegeconsulting at gmail.com. All right. Sounds good. Godmother, anything else we should cover here? No, I think we covered everything with Mrs. Ackerson. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Renee Ackerman. (laughs) Well, thank you very much for coming on. Thanks Uh, for having me. I mean, kids get an opportunity to go to college. You know, you're only a junior once. You might as well get it done the right way so your kids aren't stuck living at home with you the following year. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Well, cool. Well, thank you for coming on. This is fun. I I learned some things. This is going to be educational for us. And I'm kind of thinking because we have two freshmen. Um, we might have to ha- have a conversation more sooner than later. So. Yeah. Perfect. Sounds good. Well, thank you again. Thank and you for having me. Peace out, everybody. All right. <laughs> ciao for now.